You're listening to the IMT Show with Mike Sims. Now here is your host. Well, I am uh, very happy today to have uh, Arthur J.W. Northrup, Jim, and he has uh, wrote uh, a number of uh, short stories and books, uh, like uh, Fishing with My Father, The Brainography mm-hmm. Manual, The Gold yep. Slaves, Total Amnesia, and uh, I am really thrilled to have you on here. Thank you for being on here, Jim. That's great to be here. Well, tell how how did you how did you start? How did you get into all this? Uh, boy, I all of this has been coming since for about oh twenty at least twenty years, um, and some of the books have just been uh, an ongoing project. But I've always uh, enjoyed writing, and I, I I always thought I had a real unique viewpoint (laughs) something that uh that is like different and not and not conflictive with other viewpoints but something that's kind of like well what if you know right exactly that's good and i like to write about stuff i also like to write about some of my crazy personal uh adventures um i mean for instance i wrote a uh short story i have a number of them on my website but one is uh running a marathon with the runs and i i guess you can kind of uh uh understand what what's the context of that story sure but uh um that was that was one of the craziest things i ever did um and uh but i've always been totally into the outdoors me and my father had the greatest relationship ever as far as fishermen. Awesome. Awesome. And we were fly fishermen. And mm. I did write a very heartfelt story about that. My relationship with my father, who incidentally passed away about nine months ago. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I, I actually took some of his ashes and I, I, uh, I dropped them in, in one of the high mountain lakes up there uh, that we had hiked to many, many moons ago uh, when he was li- li- 74 years old, which is just, he, he hiked over an 11,000 foot pass. Wow. To get there. And I w- I'm 64 and I did that same, you know, hike and it about killed me. But yeah. uh, uh, that was you know, it was a really great, I, I, I've definitely written some stories about that and, uh, uh, most people really like them. That's, uh, that's awesome. And, uh, I, uh, to hike over a mountain is, uh, <laughs> that's quite a feat. You know? oh, I've been, <laughs> I've been doing it since I was a kid, you know, I, uh, there's mountains in, there are many mountains in Utah that, uh, you know, I, I literally hike up over the top of just to see what's up there. And, and wow. it's, it's amazing. The view, uh, imagine seeing the world from a kind of a remote viewpoint, <laughs> you know, not caught up in all the madness of the day-to-day life and the 
but just kind of looking at it from a viewpoint above it and it kind of makes uh, all the problems look a lot, a lot different, you know, they're smaller, you know. Changes, changes perceptions, doesn't it? Definitely does, you know. Wow. That's, a, that's incredible. So it's, um, so you've been, you've been writing since the, the mid eighties and. Uh... Yeah. And I actually uh, wrote the book, the gold slaves that was my first hmm. uh, novel. It, and uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's been, I, I tried to get, you know, it published and went right. through the whole nightmare of being an author, never having any works and right. uh, trying to find a publisher whose uh, agency that's really willing to take it on and went through a bit of that and the years go by. And, you know, I've, I, that wasn't my full-time job, luckily, or I'd be broke. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. At, at the time, you know, and so uh, 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 just lately, it's it's kind of in the last oh five years, I've uh, put a lot of attention onto book sales and 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 writing and things like that. You know, like in my old age, you know. <laughs> Well, it sounds like we, we've had a lot of the similar experiences uh, in, in publishing and writing. Yeah, it's, it's interesting going online and listening to all the authors. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it, the first big barrier, of course, is, you know, they say, well, I, I'm trying to write a book. I don't know how to get started. Right. How do you do it? And, and then they do that. And they finish their book and they go, wow, this is so cool. Now, the real work starts how can you uh profit off making you know how can you get your book out there that you've been put your uh blood sweat and tears into that even the more difficult uh problem unless you're some kind of celebrity who you know just gets a book deal sure Uh, yeah it's it's how to sell it how to sell yourself yeah Um, and even then i mean i you know, I worked with uh, celebrities helping them consult on their books and they, uh, and some of them, uh, it's, it's hard to peddle their books, even when you are famous. It's, uh, yeah. it's just, a, it's a tough, tough industry. It takes a lot of marketing and a lot of effort. Yeah. Or when you really look at it, I mean, how many people do you know that said, oh, well, I've kind of written a book or I'm, I want to write a book. It's probably every other person in this country you know (laughs) everybody you know i mean very very lot of people and there's so much out there yeah uh, you know it's like uh, 1.2 million books published every year in english yeah so it's it's a lot (laughs) so somehow you gotta you gotta uh stand out and you know you gotta work at it and yeah and that's why i'm doing this (laughs) fantastic so what's the what's the ghost slaves about well, the original concept, and uh, you know, if you look at my website, uh, we have this uh, this uh, name for me. I'm a cabin philosopher, which is, you know, most people look at that and go, "What the heck does that mean?" Um, but it's it, it's kind of the idea of someone getting a, into a nice, serene area, you know, and, and outdoors and 
and disconnected from the world around them where they can just write, you know? Right. And you can come up with some interesting, you know, ideas. And, and the one, the idea for the gold slaves was, I just thought, you know, what if, uh, what if there was a civilization that lived inside the earth, right? And did not know there was such a thing as an outside. Interesting. And, and just imagine the viewpoint. Well, the universe is solid and you basically are digging through the universe, you know? Mm. And uh, they turn out to be, my whole thing is what if, you know, at some point they actually walked out of this cave and went, what on earth is this? You know, a mind blowing thing. Right. You know? So that, that's, that's just how the story began. The thought of somebody walking out and going, oh my God, there's a whole new world that I had no clue that was going on. Wow. Uh, so then I had to go, well, why would they be under and how, how would they eat? You know, right. how could, you know, they can't grow anything under there. Uh, and what are they there for? And I built a whole story around it. Um, and it, it turned out to be a mining company that uh, had a very greedy guy who, who discovered this mother load of all mother load uh, mines and literally brainwashed these people to think that they were under the ground. Wow. And so they offer their gold to the gods, you know. Wow. And the gods grant them food, you know. And this, their, their entire philosophy and religion is based upon this, you know. Hmm. You, you must follow the golden paths through the universe and donate this to the gods and the gods will, will provide you with food. And so you look at that and you go, well, that's pretty, boy, what ignorant people, you know. How, how, how silly, how silly can this religion be? You know? But from, from their viewpoint, it, it makes total sense. Absolutely. And that, that's an excellent story idea. Yeah. And I, I made these people underneath the ground to be much, much saner and more spiritual and right. better off than the people on the surface, than the greedy miners up above who just love to uh, profit in their debauched drug druggy society up above. So it, it, it was a contrast you would never think, you know? Right. Um, and it, it, it kind of, at least hopefully, can kind of get you looking at your own world and going, wow, you know? Okay, they were they were trapped under the earth. May, we're kind of trapped on top of an earth. I mean, barriered by space, you know. So, and it gets into a lot of that stuff, and and really, uh, hopefully, uh, get you your viewpoint changing a bit, you know. Yeah. Well, that I think you you brought up some important uh, uh, psychology there, and. In, in, People forget about things like that and that they, they complicate their lives too much with things they think is important. Yeah. I mean, the, the big feature here was the guy who got out, <laughs> you know, of the, of the mines 
kind of went one day, why are, what is our religion for? Well, it's, to, it's spiritual, right? You right. want to be happy. You want spiritual things. So you want to be happy. You want to be, uh, love your fellow man, uh, enjoy others. Why is everything we're doing to give gold to gods? Uh, how, what does this have to do with my spiritual life? Nothing. Right. And it kind of, you know, it, it parallels ours, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I need to, you know, especially in these days, I got to take care of my body and I got to, everything's a threat and I got to be careful and safe and in my house and in my car. And, you know, and what does this have to do with your happiness? Mm. Right. Distractions. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, so that's kind of, that's a, a good, you know, thought of what, of what I kind of, the way I see things, I, I, I kind of like to extrovert out of it and look at it from outside, because honestly, you look at politics these days, it, it's just this, this fighting over silly issues that are, yeah, you know, and everybody's just trying to be right. Yeah. It's, I've always, um, you know, personally, I've always said that, that politics, it makes um, hypocrites out of everybody yeah. because, because everybody's got all the viewpoints from both sides and then they make up stuff or hear stuff that they want to hear and they're galvanized with their belief and, and nobody's really listening to each other. Right. There's you no know? attempt whatsoever to, yeah. for people to universally take a viewpoint outside of this, of our little world here. And, and actually make some uh, decisions based on the most good for the most, you know, for all yeah. of us, you know, not just your freaking political party or even your country, you know, what's the right. best for all of us. You know? Right. I, I've just never understood why, why people hurt each other and hate each other over what politicians do, you know, what's they got to do with your neighbor. You know? Yeah, especially considering the intention of a politician is probably to get reelected, you know, or defend their party's uh, platform. Right. You know, especially now, it's just, good God, anything that is uh, for Trump is against Democrats. Anything for Democrats is against Trump. You know, it, 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 you're not, they're not even trying to decide what's right. It's just. Right. Yeah, it's, it's all about labels. Yeah. yeah. So that that can bring me to my next book. Ah. <laughs> this is a perfect segue. There you go. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, and uh, as I said, I kind of have an outside viewpoint of the whole thing or a, an original viewpoint of the whole thing. And yeah, when we get into politics and this kind of stuff, we get people that are obviously uh, not computing right, right? I mean, if you look at a, a, at a, a, a brain, you know, obviously it's not giving you good answers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, shouldn't people be trying to figure out what's best for everybody, you know, and stop fighting amongst themselves? So um, what I did is I took the attitude that 
okay, you, you take a calculator, you know, and you put in the number two plus two equals, what will the answer be? It will be four, right? right. Now, this is not up for debate, <laughs> but it is a mechanical thing that happens, right? It isn't, the, the calculator has no awareness. It doesn't care about the answer, little, or a computer doesn't care. So uh, what if the calculator, you get two plus two equals, and it comes out 23? Well, you go, well, there's a bug in the, in this, in the calculator, right? right? There's a bug there. So I compared this to the brain, which are, are modern scientists um and and science science is pretty materialistic right they're not, they're not interested in the spirit or the soul or anything like that interested in material i mean their viewpoint in general is that man is an animal he's a brain i mean all, all you hear is that people saying i am a brain right uh, my brain tells me uh you know well, my brain says it's right or wrong, but so a brain is a mechanical thing, right? Right. It, it thinks, I guess, you, it thinks in neurons and uh, hardwired neural paths that have been created uh, through evolution, through time, and they are set. Well, um, so why do we get wrong answers? If, if mankind and his brain has completely uh, dominated the earth, you know, he's caused over the environment completely, has incredible technology. But behavior-wise, boys, there's a lot of two plus two equals 24 going on. Right. Right? Right. I mean, obviously. So one day... Uh, me and my girlfriend were sitting in front of a just a store watching people walk by and we were kind of mocking them which is kind of mean but uh, and we started placing um, uh, disorders on them like oh that guy obvious has I am right disorder you know <laughs> you've read the the psychiatric manual that has all these disorders listed out so we started uh listing out disorders and it gave me a great idea. Well, there's something going on in the brain and it's got a short circuit in it and, it, and we can call each one of these short circuits in the brain uh, a disorder, you know? So we come up with things like uh, uh, Republican disorder. How about that? <laughs> and it's a disorder of you, th you, you are stuck with a certain type of uh, platform of speaking or thinking, and you cannot think anything else. This is a brain disorder, right? A, a physical brain disorder. It's something in the brain, you know? So uh, I uh, created cures for this. This is a total <laughs> satire. It's a total satire. But uh, instead of giving people drugs, which is insane because why would you drug an entire brain when 
just a certain section of it was giving wrong answers. Uh, and it, it's a satire called Brainography. And I list out uh, a whole bunch of disorders, like I am right disorder. Obviously, people have that. Right. You know, people are hung up on being right. And so then I uh, list the cure for it. So now we got that one out of the way. Uh, now we've got generality disorder. Hmm. Generality disorder is when you label an entire people or subject based on just a few facts. Okay, so there's a cure for that. There's a cure for murder disorder. Hmm. There's a cure for, uh, uh, I, I make some real funny ones like Trump disorder and Obama disorder and Biden disorder. Hmm. And what I do is describe these disorders and what to do to handle them. You know, marriage disorder is probably a big one for people. <laughs> but I, I have an entire uh, manual on these disorders. Interesting. And it takes it from a purely, it, it takes it to the. Um... Thank you for listening to the IMT show with Mike Sims. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The IMT show is an opinion show and not to be taken as serious personal, legal, tax or financial advice. It is meant as entertainment only. IMT show, Maseroff for Mike Sims is not responsible for ad content. For more information on show schedules and content visit www.maseroff.net slash IMT.